Hey campers, welcome to season one, episode three of Sinister S'mores, where Allie and Kayla join us around the campfire while we roast up stories about our favorite things that go bump in the night. Make sure you're following us on social media at Sinister S'mores Pod for updates and more. Campus in session. Junk food, staying up all night, pillow fights, games, and scary stories. These are just a few things that make up the ultimate sleepover. Most of us can remember being invited to a slumber party at some point and have tons of fun memories that we'll remember for years to come. And some of us have terrifying and unexplainable memories with something else. Tonight, you're invited to our sinister sleepover with two true terrifying tales. Grab your popcorn and stay tuned, if you dare. So this is a sleepover story that actually happened to me. Um, I chose this story not to deter you from using Ouija boards, but to warn you to use them respectfully. So I was about 21 years old and it was winter time. And my friends and I had decided that we would have an adult sleepover and smoke and drink some and play with my friend Kinsey's Ouija board. She hadn't had it very long and most of us hadn't ever used one before. Kinsey described to the rest of us the rules or guidelines to follow to use the board respectfully. We decided that since my grandma had passed away in the bedroom that I was now staying in, that she was the one that we would try to contact. We turned all the lights off, lit candles around the room, and piled onto my king-sized bed and put the board in the middle of the five of us. We chose Kinsey to be the speaker since it was her board and she had used it before. We placed our fingers on the planchette and moved it around the board three times to start. We said a little opening statement with our intentions. We started by asking if anyone was there with us. The planchette didn't move or anything for the first couple of tries. We must have started getting bored with it because we slowly started messing around and joking about a little bit. One of our friends was trying to antagonize any spirits or anything paranormal that there might have been um, in a very Zach Baggins-like way. After about 20 minutes of nothing happening, I decided that I was going to go to the kitchen and get some snacks so that we could power up and try again later with more energy and see if we could get anything to happen. Um, My bedroom at the time was located off of the kitchen with the bathroom sandwiched between mine and my sister's bedrooms. I opened the door to step out of my bedroom and I smelled a strong smell of smoke and turned to look at the bathroom, where I noticed the smoke seeping through the door. I opened the door to see my bathroom sink in flames that were nearly reaching the ceiling. It took me a few seconds to process the scene before me. I screamed, and my friends Zach and Justin came running out of the bedroom. I told them to get water while I grabbed salt to try to put the fire out. One of them grabbed a pot of water that was in the sink and poured it onto the flames. This only caused the flames to get bigger, as the pot had grease in it from something my mom had cooked earlier. We all went and grabbed bowls and pitchers of water and eventually got the flames out. 
My sink had a hole melted into it that was the size of my hand. And now my hands are relatively small, but it was still a good sized hole. And the toilet paper that was underneath the sink had also been burning and flying around the bathroom. After we got the fire out and got everything cleaned up, we were inspecting the bathroom to see how the sink had caught fire. Um, we had had a Glade candle on the corner of the bathroom counter that was about halfway burned down. And it was still burning and still sitting upright. None of the wax spilled out. It was one of those hard plastic sinks with about three inches of plastic, um, the kind that used to be in like 1990s mobile homes. So it wouldn't be something that would easily catch fire. Um, I had left my flat iron sitting on that sink in the on position a hundred times and it had never caught fire and never burned the plastic. Um, there was no flame trail between the candle and the sink, which were about five inches apart. And we could not figure out a reasonable explanation for why the sink caught fire, except for the board and our acting disrespectful towards it and not taking it seriously. And um, before that night, I had been pretty skeptical that anything supernatural was real or here on earth with us. But that was the night that I was pretty sure that spirits aren't to be messed with. Um, I have used a Ouija board since that night, a few years later. And that was the first night that I ever experienced sleep paralysis, and I've been terrified to use one since that second time. I know now that they need to be used with positivity and respect. Um, I'm not sure if I will use one again to try to communicate with the other side, but I do just want to warn you to be cautious when trying to communicate with the other side. something. I was seven or eight and had been invited to my best friend Sasha's house for a sleepover. We spent our day playing with dolls and taking turns on her old Nintendo. Our dinner was spaghetti and meatballs and her mom let us make banana splits for dessert. Sasha had a single bed, so her mom made a small pallet on the floor. I was nervous to be spending the night away from my house, but I felt safe until the sun went down. Sasha fell asleep almost immediately. I was used to sleeping with a fan on and remember how quiet it was in her room. At some point, I must have fallen asleep. I woke up and looked around the dark and eerily quiet room. Something in the corner caught my eye. My eyes struggled to adjust, but there was definitely something in the corner. I looked away and was able to focus on other features and fixtures in her room. I could see Sasha's bed clearly, her dresser had My Little Pony figurines on it, and even in the dark, I could tell each pony apart. Why couldn't I tell what was in her corner? I looked again, and just as before, there was a blurry… something there. After a few minutes of straining my eyes to try to make sense of what I was looking at, the… something moved. It didn't move a lot 
but enough that I noticed, and it noticed me. The something started to become clearer. A large, faceless, black-cloaked figure was standing in her corner facing me. I wanted to believe that this was a nightmare, but I was too aware that I was awake. Sasha, 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 I whispered loudly. She hadn't moved or made a sound the entire time I'd been awake. I know, I heard her whisper back. He's always there. Leave him alone and go to sleep. Now, I had never really experienced a WTF moment before, but this was for sure a big one. I jumped off the floor and into her bed, almost on top of her, and yelled, What do you mean he's always in there? It's real? The figure had now changed the direction it was standing in and was facing us in the bed. Yes, he'll go away eventually, she said while keeping her head under the covers. Nope, mm -mm, I'm out. I ran for her door. I half expected the figure to disappear and for me to wake up from a super vivid nightmare, but I wasn't that lucky. As I approached her door, the figure maintained its position and remained in the corner. I ran straight to her parents' room and demanded they call my mom to pick me up. Of course, all the adults agreed that I just had a nightmare, but my mom agreed to pick me up anyway. The next Monday at school, I approached Sasha and asked her about the figure in her room. Her face turned red and sweat collected on her brow. I, I don't know what you're talking about, was all she said, and she walked away. We wouldn't talk again for almost 20 years. She'd added me on Facebook randomly, so I decided to bring it up in a message. She read it and blocked me. To this day, I don't know what was in her room, but I know it wasn't a human and it wasn't a nightmare, but it was something. Have your own scary story or unexplained experience you want us to share with other campers? Email us at SinisterSmoresPod at gmail.com. If you like tonight's tales, please consider joining our Patreon at SinisterSmores. We can't wait to hear from you. Lights out, campers.